0: you know when you go to the bathroom like y'all y'all use that little that little slit in your underwear the little the slit in the drawers and i was like what the do you mean it's, it's, it's a woman yeah the dick hole
1: i can tell by the way you said it a woman asked you that question
0: yeah <laughs> do you use the slit no man no man is going to ask another man a, do you use the slit <laughs> do you use a slit you're right that's true yeah, like, like do, you, do you use do you use the the slit in the I was like the little the dickhole. That's actually what I said. The dickhole. She's like, yeah I, yeah, I guess it's a dickhole. And I was like, nah, I don't, I don't use the dickhole. I don't use that little screen door to go pee. And she says, why not? <laughs> that's what it's there for, right? And I was like, well, I mean, I think that's what it used to be there for. Was maybe if you had on suits or some shit like that, yeah, kind of had this. Like, if you didn't want to take the belt off and all. I'm Like, but nah, like, you know how, you know how, it's a lot of navigation. It's like map quest to get into, to get to your dick from the outside of your pants. I, I literally
1: never thought about the fact that I don't use that shit. Like, if I can help it. <laughs> like, what?
0: If I can I help good? it. Yeah. And then she, and she asked, so like, so what you do to, like, when you go piss, what do you do? Well I mm-hmm. unzip and unbuckle my pants and then I take the band. I lapped it lap the dick over the waistband. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You roll that bitch see, out like a fire hose for real. Like exactly.
0: the hit- you drop that thing out and you good. Yeah. Yeah. You hold it. And you done. You shake it off.
1: And put then it you back. Put, you put it back, and then your boxes get to catch the piss that you missed. <laughs> Hopefully Shut up, I'm gonna say what I want. I'm free to believe in the speech is blown you need to receive You know how you think you shook long enough? Like, this is the worst. This is the shit. Like, I know, like, if you haunt, let you haunt, you live alone and shit. Yeah. Maybe you don't feel like going through a pair of drawers. You know, I'm not going nowhere today, so you just throw on, like, some jogging pants. Okay. You know? But since you ain't got no drawers on, like, you go pee, and then, like, you feel that shit going down your jogging pant leg.
0: I got to take them hoes off. You got to take them all the way off. You got to take a shower. You I, I, you, I have to get that off of me. Like, that... That feeling is uh, I, I, terrible. Don't, I don't understand. Now we have a conversation. I don't understand how women <laughs> that like be getting wet in their panties sitting that shit all day.
1: <laughs> Isn't it different though? I don't think it is. Well, they what, pee out of there too. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're peeing out of the kind of the same area, but like it's I think it's the difference between like two little drops of pee because I don't know what it is about the inside of like our jogging pants. You can feel that shit go all the way down your legs so i'm thinking for them getting wet like they get wet as arousal so it's not uncomfortable maybe because it's like i want something to that shit still
0: it come out warm but then get cold i mean depending on what she
1: doing how thick she is if she's skinny it's gonna get cold quick
0: oh
1: well you know what i'm saying because they ain't Mm-mm. no thigh around it so Mm-mm. it's gonna get cold
0: when the gap, you get know. as the you, gap. soon as you get up and go get some coffee And that ambient air hits your ass, pussy gonna feel brisk. (laughs) (laughs) Like tea, nigga. That's
1: brisk, baby. (laughs) Imagine sliding in some pussy and looking her in the eye (laughs) and going, that's brisk, baby. (laughs) That's
0: brisk, baby. (laughs) Oh my God. That's funny. Hey, what up, y'all? Back back again.
1: Welcome back to Illegal Opinions podcast, episode one thirteen. Yeah, um, I wrote it down today for a reason. But um, listen with an open mind to leave mad. The choice is yours. I am a comedian, your comedian and host Sam Ridley in the building, and still fuck <sighs> Sam, up. you get on my last. <laughs> it's <okay. laughs> yeah, it's no, all good. It's all good. Play us uh, fuck up. Yeah, you know, you know, got the game and all that good shit, as it were. And I'm here with my man, <laughs> hundred grand, Marcus Palmer in the building. Mark, good man. It's
0: done. I am. I'm pretty good, man. I can't front. Like I'm trying to, uh, you know. Usually, i it's, it's a struggle to come in and and get my energy up. But this week, you know, when you always got like time off coming up, mm-hmm. it just it, it just energizes you, and it, so
1: it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah,
0: something to look forward to. Um, so yeah, man. Like I'm really, um, I'm really just i can't get i can't wait to get past tomorrow so i can just unplug for real and, and
1: how long are you gonna be off you um got for a good minute
0: no i mean not, amazing, no man. not really it's like three days dog like wow. i mean that's that's a, that's a workaholic ass nigga answer <laughs> like, yes time off yeah man three days
1: <laughs> yeah it's like seven 72 hours huh that's what you need yeah. you know um, friday
0: monday and tuesday i'm getting it in that's interesting. You know so. We
1: we're gonna get into that after we get out of this pre roll. But um, right. I wanna thank everybody for their pre roll. Um, pre roll for, for their pre roll for their um their their words you their sh- you sh- you sh- weed
0: nigga?
1: I know, right? No, I know that's what it sounded like. <laughs> um pre roll meaning when before the podcast. Um the words that I saw earlier today from the previous episode, everybody said they had a good time, they said it was fun. Mm-hmm. um i'm telling y'all like when we when i tell you i just be rapping with my homeboy and we start talking about doo-doo air in an a attic that's a place i never thought the conversation would ever go like this shit is real yeah. and organic when we get to, like for real i was like yeah. man i just want to talk about the fan in the bathroom i don't know what he gonna say so yeah like i'm glad that y'all enjoyed it and it is it's, it's a genuine feeling man um but uh yeah 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 113 man we're back again um well, shit let's get into it man let's get into it before we get into like the larger like pc topics uh katanji brown am i saying that correctly
0: i believe so katanji brown jackson okay
1: katanji brown jackson first black female supreme court justice um congratulations sister i meant to shout you out last week we got yep. into some other things yeah um but and you know it's funny like <laughs> marcus be saying like some of the simplest real shit i was like damn we forgot to do that he's like she's still gonna be one next week i was like yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's she gonna be getting you know i'm saying they're gonna have to get the be getting you know lined up and tailored next week we get we'll get it right
1: you know but yeah yeah much much respect and uh what an accomplishment we keep seeing these type of feats, but everything else going on in the world just be overshadowing shit. Hell, yeah. Will, Will Smith's slap thing made everybody forget Ukraine for a week. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's it's interesting the way that the news cycles work and the way that people's... It's not even the algorithms. It's like people talking about shit that they cared about a lot a week ago. Right. And they don't give a fuck no more. Like, it's like, nah, you, they still fighting in Ukraine. Like, it's yeah. still happening. it ain't
0: stop. I mean, it, that's the... I mean when is the last time you heard you heard somebody say something about Syria I mean or Afghanistan even like yeah. there are things yeah. that are going on in the world that uh, if it ain't we said it before if it ain't sexy they'll get that shit out of here and they'll go with with what's sexy and you know unfortunately um, the Will Smith Jada Pinkett Smith uh, situation is still sexy to people and I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. They're, they're, they're I have a, um, a friend of mine, a friend of a friend of mine, and uh, he goes down to, I don't want to say where, but he goes down to Africa Um, every other month. And he like, him and a team of people, um. humanitarians, they go down and they try to, you know, find ways to bring water to these smaller communities in Africa that I've never had clean water before.
1: Mm-hmm. Little shit, man. Well, that we take for granted.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, so what he's doing, like, he doesn't pay attention to this shit that's going on over here. Like, that shit is like, you, nah, I mean, that's crazy. But you know what's really crazy? Not ever have a clean water. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's Detroit. Um... Detroit still has the water situation. They still have the water crisis in, in Detroit.
1: The Flint, Michigan thing?
0: I'm sorry, yeah, Flint. It's still happening. It still has, uh, you know, but I guess you can't, doing what we do, this is where people come to, you know, kind of unplug and get away, have a laugh, laugh at something that hopefully they shouldn't laugh at. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to hit those kind of topics, you know, on and every fucking day. And there's always uh, a war. There's always a death. There's always some other crisis and it's kind of like okay well we deal with that every day so let's come in here and at least try to find things that we find and hopefully you find to be funny and entertaining and interesting and captivating and whatever else and uh we yeah. can kind of get away from all the other stuff for a little and, bit
1: and me and Marcus, well i'm not gonna speak for him but we really be trying to always find like the lighter part of a topic yeah sometimes it's just some shit like the, the week that ahmaud aubrey happened it was like i'm not even gonna try you am not gonna try you know, you and and yeah. sometimes it's like that where we just got to have a real talk conversation. But yeah, like if we can just keep it light and do the barbershop thing. But when people hear that whole phrase of like, "Oh, it's barbershop conversation," some real serious fucking conversations happen in the barbershop too. Like, oh yeah, like my brother's listening and shit. Like I know you have been in there when like they had to get in a young dude' ass that was fucking up in these streets. Yeah, and they couldn't wait for him to need a haircut. They're like, "Yo, when when Bobby come back in here, like I'm letting him know." Yeah. and they don't pull no punches in there. So like, sometimes it gets like that. He gonna
0: have the the longest haircut of, of his life.
1: Them clippers <laughs> ain't, ain't gonna turn on. You know, had, had a clippers next to your head, and he'll click them on, and then and click them off, and start talking,
0: off and start talking. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly, man, exactly. Yeah, man.
1: It's, it is the what? other thing. I'd be like, God damn, I ain't never gonna get this fade.
0: Never ever, Mm-mm. ever.
1: But yeah, um. Many shout-outs to you, and then also rest in peace to Gilbert Gottfried, man. Mm. Um, Name three other voices more iconic. (laughs) Like, I I really can't. Like...
0: It's Morgan Freeman and...
1: Morgan Freeman. Uh, Maybe Bobcat Goldthwait. I would know him anytime I heard his voice. Uh, Uh, yeah. But Um... not, like, in... I don't know, like, and I remember seeing Bobcat, I mean, not Bobcat, but um, Gilbert Gottfried when I was young on like mm-hmm. Problem Child, I think it was. Right. You know, and I was like, who is this guy? Like, is this how you talk? That's his voice, you know? Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's, you know, exaggerated a bit, but uh, it's it's super iconic, man. And he was kind of young. um, So it was kind of interesting to see. And not that anybody had been looking for him like recently, like we don't talk about Gilbert Gottfried every day. But. Even people that didn't know who Gilbert Gottfried was, like when you mm-hmm. saw his face, you could hear him talk. And I feel like there's there's 100%. something to be said about that, man. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to a legend.
0: No, uh, seriously, man. I, I, um, I mean, you can't discount the fact like there were some comedic actors that really did run the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. especially on the big screen. He was one of them.
1: 100%.
0: Like, he was, I mean, he was, I mean, he's making his rounds, dog. Um, I, I actually just, just heard him on, a, not just, but maybe a month or two ago. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And I was surprised. Like, oh, shit. You got fucking Gilbert Gottfried on this joint? Even more surprised, they never met before. Wow.
1: That's surprising. And they had
0: a great conversation, man. And and I, I love, and this, this is one reason why, like, I was I was really, really, um, and I still am actually, like deeply saddened when um, when Kobe Bryant died because I wasn't a fan of Kobe Bryant as a player. Uh-huh. But listening to them, listening to his afterlife, after basketball, having those conversations with people, having those deep introspective interviews and he could talk to people without having to be, Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, the black mamba. That shit is what I really loved about Kobe Bryant. That the conversations after the fact that he could take that jersey off, he could just be human. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main things I liked about whenever I heard Gilbert Godfrey talk after, like, I won't say after the fame because he, he was still relatively famous, but hearing him talk. And not having to be, I'm not here trying to get a gig. I have a, I, I have a character on. This is like this is my armor. For him to take that off and have and have real talks with people, I thought that was dope, man. And you know, definitely rest in peace. Uh, I believe passed away of of a heart condition. They didn't really go too far into it, and I don't think you know they should have. I mean, what what, is, what does that help for people to have all the details of someone's death? It's not necessary. He's yeah. he's not he's mm-hmm. not here anymore. So um, rest in peace to gilbert
1: yeah the people that get that info get it but we don't need to know it you know what i mean why, why, like it's, yeah it's,
0: we don't need to know that
1: point. it's not gonna help a thing but i mean his legacy gonna be there forever like 100 percent. the way that um he would kind of change the tone of a movie if he felt like it yeah i thought that was always like if you weren't expecting to see him because you know he'd pop in as a cameo and right. problem child i want to say he ran the orphanage and um you know, he'd pop up high uh, up, you know, and do his mm-hmm. thing. And it was like, yo, oh, it was like seeing an old friend when he pop up mm-hmm. on the screen. And some people do that in movies where they just pop up and everything. And you'd be like, sort of like how we used to see Stan Lee pop up. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. hey, there, there you go. There he is. Go. You know. But um, yeah, man, dying young, dying young. Um, You said you want to leave Cuba alone, right?
0: Cuba Gooden? Oh, I thought you meant the country. No, I love Cuba, the country. Oh. Uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. You
1: um, <laughs> was looking up at me like, hell no, I don't want to leave Cuba alone. When we going no, back? I love
0: Cuba. What's up, Havana? I mean, that's the name of the city, but also <laughs> the lady. Oh, never, anyway. No, um, they raced the uh, Cuba Cuban Cuba Gooden Jr., he came there. out. You say what, nigga?
1: They raced the Cuban Mile. <laughs> 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 remember that shit on up, Fast up, and
0: Furious? Shut up. Shut up. Yes, I remember. The <laughs> Cuban Mile. <laughs> the stupid-ass car. Um, so he played. <laughs> he pled guilty to uh, forcibly touching, right? And I think it happened. On, it was three three different counts. Uh, like where he, you know, he forced himself onto a waitress. He kissed her. He kissed a waitress on the waitress on the lips. And you can't do that. But him pleading guilty and that's what it is. He deserves whatever he gets from that. But what I took from that. Read, reading the the article is yo man like these these entertainers these you know actors actresses you know uh, these musicians these artists they aren't as fucking cool as y'all think they are because you would think you would think that Cuba Gooding Jr could go out and fucking like you don't have to press up on somebody to get them to fucking like you there are people that are way less famous than you to get pussy all the time. So for me, it's like, how lame are you that you feel the need that you got to grab a waitress and kiss her in the fucking mouth?
1: Ah, uh, like,
0: okay. like, like we talk, we we've talked about. I don't want to say we won't say any names, but you and I have spoken about a lot of musicians and actors that when you see them in an interview, you like, yo, you're lame as fuck. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I, I see what you do and I like it as far as you're doing that, but like, you should never talk to anybody. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I don't, yeah. like,
0: like, like the, the, a lot of these people, <laughs> they're, I mean, I don't want to call them idiot savants, but they're a savant of some kind. Like, you're a very good musician. You're a very good rapper. You're a very good singer. You're a very good actor or actress. But outside of that shit, <laughs> like, once you get on the camera and you talk without, any cue cards? Anybody put something in your ear? Yo, you, you kind of a fucking weirdo.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, that shit is like. Are, are we talking about the same case? Let me start there. Are we talking okay. about the same like Cuba Gooding thing where we saw him it was like a gif of him getting escorted down the steps? Yeah,
0: same thing. It was, it was but they, they just came, I guess, to trial for the three cases. I believe it was three cases. They has pending he pled guilty to forcibly touching. Okay. That means the same they finally,
1: shit. they had something on him at this point because it's been ongoing for a while and he was saying he was innocent. But um, yeah, like Cuba Gooding it's people get kind of typecast in their real-life personality as the roles they play. Yeah. Well, with the exception of radio. Maybe that was the real personality. But um, for most of the the entertainers that we follow, you know, they just sort of like with the Will Smith thing. Like, he has a very, very almost tailored persona in the public. Oh, like yeah. We're, you know what I mean? Like, everything is, is... It seems like it's almost written. This is how you're gonna act today when you leave the house. Yeah. So, for... Him to go and slap him, it's out of character, whatever. What if it's not out of character? We've just never seen him out of character. I've never seen, now that I think about it, you don't see Cuba Gooden like just out, like videos of him out doing shit. Right. Maybe it's because he a wild boy. Right. And when he was at the height of his fame, he just probably just had, you know, they just bring some hoes to his house type of shit. <laughs> Bring, I mean,
0: some, bring some holes to his house well you know like when we, i mean no you got friends that go out and they go and you know hey we're going to Cuba house like you know what i'm saying
1: you saw entourage like they just yeah. be like hey we're going over to Vinny chase house y'all want to ride yeah. i'm pretty sure he got that at the height of his fame not when you're old news you know when you was big in the 90s now you right. got to kind of go do your own thing but you're used to having that kind of power at home
0: no, for sure.
1: So now on the decline, you're acting like you used to and you're not in that venue anymore. I really think that's what it is when you see these cats do that.
0: When we saw it a lot during when we were on lockdown, real lockdown, uh, during the pandemic. And um, you saw all these athletes that are getting on, uh, they were getting on, I guess, TikTok, they were getting on IG, and they were having these conversations that they thought were fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And people are watching them like, man, y'all niggas ain't funny? Like, what? What? Like, what, what, what are we happening? doing? Yeah, what's happening right now? Like, <laughs> oh, you, oh, okay, because everybody likes you guys on the court, and what you do on the court, on the football field, you think you, that you're really uh, 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 charismatic, <laughs> and you're really entertaining in real life. And people got to see, like, yo, y'all niggas is not as cool as we thought y'all were. Y'all are really starch or fucking yeah. corny or whatever you want to call it like y'all niggas ain't funny you have no personality because yeah. you've gotten away for so many years you've gotten away with just being a good actor or a good athlete or a good athlete or a good singer or a rapper or whatever that was your bread and butter cause we, we didn't need, we didn't need to see you personally we just need to see you on stage doing your thing and now you guys are tapping into these tapping into the um these social applications <laughs> and you're being intimate and it's trash
1: well they've never had to before they've never had to have a personality exactly if you think about um cuba Gooden, just because that's who we were talking about mm-hmm. when he comes outside you know a personality is something that you gotta you gotta work like a muscle you know right. me and you've talked about up here when you go to the club as a man You put yourself out there over and over, and you build up kind of an armor and a tolerance and a how to. Mm -hmm. And when you're famous to that degree, you already know the answer to that question. There's no how do I have to act. You have to walk out your door and be the best Cuba Gooding that they like, be the guy they love. And when you're not the guy they love anymore, you don't know how to act. (laughs) So, this is just, I think this is just kind of that residual um, back. Backlash emotionally from being in the game and moving around like that.
0: Well, then, and then also now, I mean, you're talking about you're not the same Cuba Gooding anymore. Like you're not the nigga that was the man at one time.
1: A list. Now dogs took you down.
0: (laughs) And now, and now, (laughs) stupid uh, decision. Yeah, no more men of honor. You just snow dogs.
1: Mm.
0: Boat trip and shit. And so boat now boat trip. <laughs> so, so uh. now when people see you, you, you you the you the old dude in the club trying to get some love. So yeah, that's it, man. We ain't gotta uh-huh. beat we ain't gotta beat the death, but these cats ain't as cool as you think they are, I promise. You hear them talk all the time now, you know what I'm saying? Like I think is one of the worst things I ever heard in an interview was Jay-Z saying, yeah, I'm pretty funny. I think I'm pretty funny. You don't think I'm funny? Ha, 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 And I'm like, oh, well.
1: Oh, and, and you know what's funny? I think social media now changed or not changed, but helped Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Not, but not the stuff he. Well, he don't really do it a lot, right? But when you hear him just drop the odd gem, being that you yeah. know he's a billionaire, it yeah. sounds profound. Mm-hmm. So social media, like before, we would get these long form interviews, and you would hear Jay Z do shit like that, right? Where you was like, "How the fuck are you so brilliant on the mic?" You, what right. you, you know, like because he sound, but it's because his brain is thinking about something else. This interview is the last thing he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, now. You'll see like a TikTok pull up, Jay-Z predicted, blah, blah, blah. And you hear mm-hmm. him speak for, for like four and a half seconds. You know, I saw one where he was telling uh, Bleak and Beans to put music out. Oh, before 50 drop. Right. He right. was like, I told him they got like, you know, you got like two months left. When he come out, there's no stopping it. There's no stopping it. So you, mm-hmm. got, you got like two months left and boom. You know, and it was like, damn, you know, that's dope. But if the interview kept going... Yeah, who knows? He might have started giggling and shit. (laughs) You know, it's like, yo, he predicted fifty. He'd be like fifty. You know, two quarters.
0: You know, two quarters, fifty cent, five (laughs) dimes. (laughs) (laughs) Like it would have, it would have
1: got weird. And and that is everything I've ever seen of him. He sounds great in short bursts. That's probably why, like everybody thought he was gonna do something amazing in the NFL. I bet the first six seconds of that meeting was fantastic. Yeah.
0: And they kept recording
1: And it was like shit called Dr. Dre
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit that's funny
1: So um, Before we get into anything so I, let, Just a Will Smith question Is mm. there is there no winning for him with Jada?
0: No And I say that because I don't think she wants him to win
1: What do you think um, she
0: wants? I think I do. I think that I think that she does feel something towards um, the career success that he's had. Um. And, and let's just say that she was like, okay, I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to have these babies. I'm going to take care at home. I'm going to put my actress career, actor career on the you know, on the back burner. Cause there was a time when she was hot. We can't deny that. There was a time where she was, you know, she was hot. She was fucking Jada Pinkett. Mm-hmm. And she stopped that. Let's just say she stopped the Razor family. Um, and now I feel like she thinks that um I, I do believe like he he has like sponsorship money in Red Table Talk. So she thinks, yeah, you better put your money up over here. If I need you to come through, talk to me or whatever, whatever, come through. Because of everything I gave up for you, I had, I had, had a career where I was fucking going to the fucking moon.
1: No, she didn't.
0: I disagree, dog. I mean, do she you was, really? I do. No,
1: on, honestly. Okay, we'll get into that. Finish your thought, because that that's a that's something that has come up with her. But go ahead.
0: All right. So, I think now it's all on some um it's payback and i think because that can happen like that can happen when you're with somebody and you decide to uh switch a job or switch a state or fucking switch or whatever switch a role with them and when you do that you lose a piece of yourself you had something that was in you as a woman that you wanted to be a success in your mind now i think she put that to the side to be whatever the fuck they talked about her being, homemaker, mother, whatever. And now is i think she wants shine. And I think now a lot of that shit like that, like you—you you can only hold toxicity in for so long, and then it begins to—it begins to to leak out. And I think now it's leaking out. I think now because she said something about she didn't want to be married. Back when they got married, she didn't want to get married, but her, like Will and her mom convinced her to fucking get married. I think all this shit is leaking out, and I think she never wanted to be with this nigga personally. I think she never wanted to be with him, but he was a safe choice.
1: I think she was his last chance to marry somebody famous because you know you. I know Jada Pinkett. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm talking about like on. A level that was acceptable for her because she wanted pop and i know you see like all of the letters and stuff that come out and let me tell you all about that i'm not jumping on this bandwagon like when i say that of oh he's doing she's doing all this stuff to him because of tupac i'm not saying that at all but <laughs> you know back then when we would pass notes and shit to each other back and forth they weren't going online Mm-hmm. necessarily and we still see all of this stuff but you gotta think this was before Will was like in the picture like that and she was really crazy about Tupac mm-hmm. so it was like it's almost like using sort of like what she's doing now with Will she can use anything she did with Tupac to get people to pay more attention to her so this stuff resurfaces because it gets put back on the internet you know Right. um yeah yeah I forgot my point anyway go ahead <laughs> It gets put back on the internet. And I feel like that she's, she, it's a gift and a curse for her. She used it to, to get her cloud up. And because she doesn't have a star to shine in anywhere near as bright, then it's not going to work out for her. And and that's why I'm
0: saying, that's why I'm saying that. That's why I'm saying. Okay.
1: But she's had steady work. She's had steady work. So it's not to say, like, if you go and look, she's had a project come out every year at least. So she's not going to have it. Like, if you want to talk about people having longevity in this game all day, yes, you've been there a while. But none of it has had the same impact that Will's have. So mm-hmm. I think she's watching his star go up. But I don't think that she's necessarily doing it on purpose. She doesn't realize how bad she's ma- d- making it for him.
0: I really don't. I think well, No, that- I mean, she I, doesn't that's, know. that's 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 um the narcissist in her. And yeah. I'm not using that term incorrectly. I mean, she's a narcissist. Like, she sees what she's doing and she's doing what she's doing, but she's like, Well, these things are going this way It's because of what you did. Like, she even said in the, in the red table talk with August August Alcina, where she was like, Yo, like, let's not talk about she never acknowledged her her wrongdoing. She said, Well, let's not talk about what you did that we ain't he like, okay. Like, what the fuck? We talking about you and this shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and it that's that's what I mean. Like I feel like and I'm not I'm never defending her when I say that. I'm saying I don't think she realizes because she's such a narcissist that I mean, her I mean, kind of leeching off of his I, fame I, to stay relevant is a detriment to what they can build. You know what I'm saying? Like you no, for, for like sure. you said like you said last episode she could have just shut all the way to fuck up and everything would have been fine and she, she keeps choosing not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um from '93, when she was in Menace, this is this is what I mean when I say I don't feel like she was on her way to being some a list whatever. Menace was okay. big, but it wasn't big. because of Ronnie. It wasn't because of Ronnie. Um, and that that was a good like run for her. '95 was or '94's Inkwell, Jason's lyric, Lowdown, Dirty Shame, like she was everywhere. Yeah. But those again are a three different movies world. that, and, and on different world. I'm just talking about film, right? We know that mm-hmm. as a black community. Will Smith left just being known in the black community a long time ago. hmm Jada never really came out of that, man. Like, she did uh, The Nutty Professors and Scream. The Matrix. Woo was big. Okay, so, like, if you skip all the way down, because then eventually she was in Ali for a little bit, and she did The Matrix, right? After that, there's Collateral, and then she was a voice in, like, Madagascar, mm-hmm. and shit nobody cared about after that for the most part. Like, she was on her way down and you could argue that like will was on his way down too about the same time but when mm-hmm. he was will will smith 20 million dollars a picture she was never that so i don't get and, how and, people and act
0: like she was this i i say i'm not saying she's a superstar or a megastar superstar whatever i'm not saying none of that shit what i'm saying is she was on the way up now i don't know what decision was made that she would stop working and stop trying to go after these because Will Smith has pull let's not pretend he doesn't he has pull for a reason that we don't know <clears throat> she and or they decide that she would just kind of like sit back in the cut do to be a mom be a fucking uh, fucking heavy metal artist or whatever the fuck she wanted to be here do whatever you want to do I'm supporting whatever you want to do Will Smith yeah. fucking backstage at the heavy metal concert you know, cheering her on and shit. Do whatever we want to do, that's fine. But it something happened there where it wasn't like, I think she wanted to, I don't want your help, I don't need your help. I know you fucking wild, wild west nigga, men and black nigga, Independence Day nigga, that's cool. But just support what I want to do. And when everything that she wanted to do fell through, now it's, the kids are grown now. Kids out the house. They off doing whatever they doing. Now it's just me and you in here. And now I'm realizing after all this time, nigga, I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you, dog. That's a hell of a realization. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that happens, though. That's why they, they get, like, people get that, uh, What's it called? Empty nesters, whatever the fuck. Kind of shit you call yeah, it? Empty
1: nesters. Empty, nesting, empty, empty, nesting empty
0: drone. Drone, it's called. But like that's where it is. It's the kids are gone. We were we were together because we were taking care of this situation. You know, you had your son, then we had ours, and when we had a daughter, now they are gone. They off doing their own thing. And now it's just me and you looking at each other. And I don't yeah. like you, nigga. I like Califor I, I like California love. <laughs> like and he
1: gone like when she I saw that letter where she was like I know you're somewhere you're not dead there's no way you can be dead I was like yeah, oh yeah you can never like you can't you can't compete with that like no you can't compete with that like as a man I don't care who you are I don't care who you are you Robert Neville it don't matter you can't compete with that because that man is in the ground and like she still misses him enough to put it on paper like but that but that, that was like
0: I I talked to um. I talk to some people sometimes. Cause I'm back, I'm back where I went to like middle school and high school at, right? And I'll be at a bar or just out somewhere, not running to somebody, and we get to talking. And all they want to talk about is like high school shit. Yeah. That happens when you go home. Because that's really where unfortunately a lot of people stop there. Like their greatest moments were in high school. Yep. Their greatest moments were like, you know, their their days in college that they, you know, probably didn't graduate from. Those were the greatest moments. So for her, having whatever that love was so young, that's her greatest moment. Like, how you went Tupac and he was supposed to be fucking he was supposed to be fucking faith and shit. Like, like I mean, he made a song about it.
1: So this was always her Like, bag. you was
0: fucking biggies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, she's stuck there because she got married young, and that's where that's where her her growth was stunted at. Right there, boom. Married. I think they were married for like 23, 24 years, right? Married. So her happiness peak is her happiness then. Yeah. And that's when she stopped growing. And now kids gone because you could pass that love along to your kids so now i'm loving my kids i'm doing whatever i gotta do you know blah 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 whatever now they gone and now it's just me and this nigga that i only married because he was a safe nigga and my mom liked him
1: and if they divorce tomorrow will smith can find a girl in hollywood asapidly jada can too before people be like you think jada can't find a man she's 100 no she'll to. be fine but what the problem is is I think Will would have a faster time finding somebody that cares about him for real, and she's a publicity stunt off top.
0: And she, she got to find a nigga that like you know chicks with bald heads and shit.
1: Yeah, all of it, all of it. And I mean, they're, they're out there. They're out there. Like, if you don't mind palming it, it's whatever. But like, it, you got somebody's gonna Wilson! have to do their research. Oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> He drawed Wilson on the back of her head. I'll draw Voldemort on the back of her head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, it's tough, man. I mean, and, that, and he got banned. I mean. Yeah, that that that's that that was
1: extreme. That was extreme. It's like not extreme, I, dog. No, dude, like, okay. I really didn't mean well, I don't want to talk about Will like this. But look, man, like, as much I will not defend what he did. It was fucked up. But I don't think, okay, maybe maybe we can agree on this. It's not fair to everybody Acts like he's a villain now. Like he is the worst person ever. He did 30 years of impeccable work. He's a villain yeah. villain now. That he's shit's not wrong. Villain. He's not a villain. He had a
0: human moment that was real fucked up. Man, fuck that shit. 10 years? Shut up, nah, nigga. 10 years, dog? I'm not hearing that shit, dog. Sam. 10 years. You, you think- could have not a speeding ticket in your life, ever in your life. The day that you lose your job, you get fucking desperate and your family's hungry and you go in to rob a fucking gas station because you're desperate and your family's hungry and you're trying to do the right thing. I agree with all of that. Guess what? Is this that? This is that. It's an award show. You can't go to the, oh no, you can't go to the Oscars for 10 years. You can't go to a fucking award show.
1: Well, I, I want to say, and I was going to say this before we kept going, I think it has more implications to it. It's not, I know he's out of SAG or, wh- or whatever they call it. Like he's, I know he's out of the Academy and shit. Yeah. I think it has bigger implications than that. Cause I know, you know, it's, it's pro- we talked about it last time, his projects are on hold and shit like that. Mm? I want to say it's
0: more than you can't come to the party. I don't know. I heard that. I heard that you can't come to the party. That's all I heard. I think he could still be nominated for, for getting awards, but he just can't. They gonna do his shit like off site, like they do a lot of this shit.
1: Hey, I mean, and and that I don't. I'm not mad at. Like the they did like Louis
0: I, C.K., uh, we we get, you you had his shit, nigga. Oh, that was that was for the uh, the Grammys. But yeah, you could win a Grammy, but you can't win that bitch on this stage. We going he, But he
1: all the way back. He can come on anybody he wants to again.
0: And put that shit in the fucking UPS boxes and ship it to you, but you can't come here.
1: Don't open it if he send it back. <laughs> no, it's in that box. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old William. Okay. All right. I see we Just have wondering. 40. Nothing. We have 40 minutes of, of normalcy in my life for a minute. So let me tell you what I was going to tell you. So this is pre-roll stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Look, pre-roll's been coming up a lot today. Um Marcus hit me up, as we do, every single week. Mm-hmm and um i was just like what time you want to record this and that you know i'll be trying to fit stuff in his schedule this has been an interesting couple of weeks where we had almost got our wires crossed as to when we were going to record and i didn't even have time to talk to marcus normally we would have bullshit about something something some bullshit yeah in the middle of the week um
0: like we literally haven't talked all week to be transparent we haven't talked all week until today Today.
1: yeah um because this is just normal okay when we recording day um my cadence is off and i hear it okay i hear it i really do um so anyway long story short marcus was like yeah when you want to record you know i'm 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 not on no kind of schedule let me know when it's free for you and i told him i'm off for the next two months <laughs> so you let me know something um mm-hmm. and he was like i think you said some some nigga shit did you run away from home nigga or something, something like that uh <laughs> you said something to that effect <laughs> you running away from home Um, no, I'm not running away from home. So, um, we've actually been talking up here about, um, different ways to move, different ideas we have, um, entertainment, comedy, you know, we talk about all these different things Mm -hmm. and I never really talk about my day job too much and I'm not going to here. Um, I'll just get into what happened to me and, um, I got in my car Getting ready to head to work. Regular day. I get up dumb early, y'all. I have to be to work by five. Um, a.m. 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 to the p.m. p.m. Yeah. So all the way in the morning, I got in my car, put my hands on the steering wheel. I was like, "Fuck." Um, started thinking about the shit I had to do when I get to work. I'm like, I only got 87 miles left on my my you know the gas needle or whatever, mm. and gas is high. I remember watching it go down: 86, 85, 84. I'm halfway to work. It's about a 25, 30-minute drive to get to my job. I'm thinking about all these impossible tasks that we got to do. And that the list is going to be super long. And ain't no telling what other fire is going to pop up that they're going to want us to put out figuratively. And um, I was just like, God damn, I don't want to be there. And I blinked and realized I never left from in front of my house. What? I had never moved. I was still both knuckles hands just like this on the steering wheel my gas thing was up like up up to about 93 miles again Mm. i never moved all of that happened in my head and let me let me let me tell you man um one i feel crazy even telling anybody this but when it happened it wasn't like a daydream you know in a daydream you know you're not yeah yeah um now I'm panicked for real because I'm t- I'm literally mm. 20 minutes late now mm-hmm. because I was sitting there and now I'm panicked for a different reason and I haul ass to get there to do what I gotta do. And um I ended up leaving before a bunch of people got in. Um and I went to my doctor and I was just like, yo, like all of a sudden I was back home and like my, my heart was beating fast, and I felt not like I was gonna sweat, but he was like like clammy. I was like, Did I have a heart attack? He said, No, you didn't, but Um, They referred me to somebody Um, I have a therapist and what Mm. she said was I had a and I'm probably butchering this but dissociative panic attack
0: yeah that's what I was gonna say
1: and I was like and 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 look me and you have talked a lot about mental health up here on and Mm. off on and off and we talk about it or whatever it's the craziest fucking feeling to know that it's actually happening to you regardless and i say that as one a black man like y'all that are listening to this story please know um i went back and forth with myself all morning i was like do i want to be this vulnerable on my show mm. do i want to i was going to tell marcus regardless but i was like we got to record today fuck it like let me let me let people know this shit it's something that i i remember being i am the type of person that would tell somebody like man you don't know, power through that shit you got shit to do like go knock right. that shit out you know i'm that guy and what I learned in, in therapy with the session, she's awesome, by the way, Like, um, was your brain is wired beautifully. And it was protecting you from doing something worse. Mm-hmm. Not to say I was going to go to work and hurt anybody. It's not yeah, a situation yeah, yeah. like that. Like, I just want to clarify that for anybody to get nosy and go back there or some shit. Um, <laughs> It was, you've been in her words, you've been in yellow, like if you want to think of it like a stoplight, you've been in yellow for about a year. Mm-hmm. And your your brain finally went to red. And there was some <clears throat> trigger in there. And I'm still working to figure out what it was. But mm-hmm. um, I have a negative response to even driving towards there. Yeah. And she told me to stay away from there and to unplug from there completely yeah. for a good amount of time. And... um. I'm not going to get into specifics. I'm medicated. Like, mm-hmm. and I know that I, and I don't like it. I don't like it, but fellas out there, um, I'm just going to get to my point. Cause I had some other points inside of it. Um, and one of the bigger topics we are going to talk about today, but we're used to and programmed as men to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Like we have to, like, there's no option really. Like the bills got to get paid. Marcus has talked about up here and it made me think about this, how you go on vacation and you're with your boy, but you're still working and you want to show him that you're working. Right. Like that's an important trait that you want to give to them. Um, What level of transparency do you feel like you should have with your kids going through this situation? For me, it was, do I put on a facade that everything's fine because as a man we push mm-hmm. and they always see me pushing they see the things I'm doing or is it more important that they learn a lesson that they see you ha- have human moments sometimes as a black man
0: I think I don't. I, well man, that's tough I don't think that my son needs to uh see me breaking down and you know having you know crying or having a panic attack Uh, because that's gonna concern him like he doesn't understand that stuff right kids don't understand that i'm 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 of the thought that you know uh people aren't adults until they're fucking 30 years old i've said that here yeah but i do think that as you you know gain more self awareness when and you hopefully you know if you're growing you're gaining that gaining more self awareness allows you to have those conversations with your kids about what life is like what what's important like I come from a background of you work all your life and you retire whether whether it's in you know government somewhere or else on the back of a garbage truck, right? You work until you're fucking 65, and that's when you've done enough.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: But now that there's more information available, and I do more reading, and I do more research, and I do more of all these other things, having these conversations with people, um, I know now that that's not necessary, right? Like, that's not necessary for you to... Like, you don't have to wait until you're there's there's not there's not one way to do this it's not one way to get older and to retire i mean you fuck around and you do the right things when you're 22 23 years old you fuck around retire at fucking 40 45 Uh like really retire i don't mean government retire i mean really fucking retire from working for somebody um and this is this came up well maybe it didn't i don't know we've done a lot of podcasts but um this came up with with me and some friends and other conversations i've had which is how much money do you have to make to be happy to be able to make sure everything's cool your kids are cool your house is cool your bills are paid whatever
1: yeah we talked about this and it's a lot
0: less than you feel like yeah it's, it's a lot less than you think it is but you but you're looking at fucking instagram you're looking at god bless them you know you're looking at diddy you're looking at fucking the Rock. You're looking at whoever the fuck else. There are these millionaires that they deserve to have, but it didn't take that to be happy. That's just you know the competitive the competitiveness in them to want to go out and be super hustlers. That's not necessary. I mean, if you were to look around the the, the states, right? They do this every year. The median, you know, wage in every state. I say fifty grand, just because. I say fifty grand, but the median, well, the the average, you know, family in a state like Alabama or Florida or Mississippi or Louisiana or fucking Kentucky or Tennessee or whatever the fuck, they made like fucking thirty five thousand dollars a year.
1: Well, you're talking cost of livings and all that. Sort Wait, of thing, but, but
0: but I'm saying it's just it's just where you are.
1: Right, right, right. So right. the
0: com- the conversations I have with my son now and I have with other people now is that try to find what makes you happy when you're young, because this education system is not going to give it to you. you. You ain't, you ain't seen nobody ever, ever, ever say, yeah, I was in school and I found that thing that I loved and I did it forever.
1: Yeah, um I think Chris Rock has a joke about it. It was like, "So you just wanted to be a vice principal?" Like, nobody's <laughs> Like no, who says that, right? Nobody it, it, does. It's it's not. Like, you know they I mean? oh, you got to figure out what you want to be by the time you graduate and then just do that. And it's not true.
0: Well, you really don't not. and then, but, but then we look at the most we look at the most successful people in this country, I mean, in the history of this country, how many of them like, found their thing, found their wealth, found their love, their passion before the age of 30. Like, most of them, I mean, outside of, like, Mark Zuckerberg, who else is there? Yeah. Like, Sam Walton didn't create Walmart till he was, like, fucking 45 years old, dog. Like, so... He,
1: he needed some shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, damn, I need, I need toilet paper and magazines. How am I gonna
1: do this? So... i need a globe and an eye patch today all this shit and some fucking
0: you know some chicken breasts. so i think the conversation is there's nothing wrong with like talking to your kids about the struggles of like being an adult so i talked to my son about it well i don't give him like the the like you know me fucking like being in a puddle on the floor for you know being anxious and hating my job or whatever else but i do tell him that hey man like you no know, life is hard and you have to get ahead of it. You have to get ahead of life before it gets ahead of you. If life gets ahead of you, it's hard to catch up.
1: It's hard to catch up. But I think I think you misunderstand when I say um maybe I worded it wrong. I'm not saying like as far as transparency, hide it from him per mm-hmm. se. But if it's actively happening, do you hide it from him? You know what I'm saying? Like not Oh, I, well, want, no. I want I want him to see me in a ball in tears. Some men are very, very adamant that their kids never see them cry. Mm-hmm. men um but, but, I'm not okay. saying that. what I'm saying is okay. like if it's like let's say you just it was having a you have were having a a human moment, you were having a real moment, your son's running around the room, and something mm-hmm. brings you to tears. Mm-hmm. Do you get yourself together because he's there, or do you let him see that it's possible?
0: I don't know. Cause I mean, I could see myself reacting in both ways. I can see myself getting up to go to the bathroom and get myself together. But I think there is something in your son or your daughter seeing you, you know, cry. And they ask you why, and you could tell them why. But the my 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 issue with that is they don't know the stress of the why. They don't know the, they don't know the years of the why you're crying. They yeah. don't know the weight of the why don't know. You could tell them. They don't know that they ain't had no job yet. They don't know the weight of the why. You know, like I have a up here. I have a hard hat for a uh company I used to work for when I was when I was a um I was a roughneck on the oil rigs, right? The shit still has dirt and fucking mud all over it. I leave it there, never cleaned it. It's a reminder to me as to what? How bad things could be? How bad things could get? You
1: could be doing something
0: worse. I could be. T- I could be doing something way worse than I'm doing now. I could give that hat to my son. Hard hat to my son. He run around with it on, running to the wall and shit like a fucking maniac. And I could try to explain to him like the reason why I do the things that I do, and why I'm trying to like break away from these fucking chains of this corporate bullshit is because I had to wear this shit every day. And I had to, I got, man, I played sports all my life. The first time I ever had a fucking pinched nerve and a pulled muscle is when I was fucking working on oil rigs.
1: Yeah. It's not It's not easy. It's not he easy. He
0: doesn't understand that. I understand. That's why I keep it there. But I think it, the best part of, uh, the best thing you could do is, edu- I don't think the best thing you do is cry in front of your kids. I think the best thing you do is educate your kids educate them in all the things that you didn't know everything you didn't know how to fucking get money or how to be happy tell them that um okay i keep
1: hearing you talk about the money aspect of it um for me with this sort of thing because i think that's a thing that's in us too like we got to be the breadwinners and bring money home and yes i want my because it felt super weird just to be straight up Mm. being home I take it back. Having my kids notice I was home a lot more mm-hmm. lately. Hey, you you didn't go to work today? I picked them up. I wouldn't be in work clothes, you know? Right. And I my brain immediately almost wanted to tell them somewhere that I made some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a silly thought. It's almost like I don't have to explain shit to you until you do. You know? And it's like, hey, it got a little rough around here. Until because I was trying to explain this this stuff to my son. Because I've just been doing a lot of reflecting. Because this mm-hmm. is the first time in my life, think about it this way, that I can say I don't have anywhere to be for two months. Think about how long we've been working. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to say that. And my son said to me, he right. said, you know, I would rather us. And he like had his hand like up above, like at his nose level. And he brought it down and was like, I'd rather us live here. Mm. And you be okay Then for us to live up here. And he raised his hand. And I have everything that I want. Right. Out the mouth of kids. I was just like, okay, but I I need him to understand. Like you said, the kids don't understand all the pieces is that it has nothing to do with the money. I have avoided facing the fact that I feel like I got the weight of the world on me all the time. Mm. And trying to do everything for so long that I broke. Yeah, in a very real way that I'm, I'm, I'm still like trying to put my wrap my mind around the fact that like Sam, like yeah. me, I couldn't handle something. That is an extremely wild thought to somebody that is used to doing it. Fellas, take your time off and chill before it gets to this. Like no, for sure, no, <laughs> um, definitely, dog. Like, I
0: feel nuts. I I feel nuts. It was it was a New Year's before last year. So it was what, 2021, new year for 2021. And I'm out, you know, kind of just kicking a little bit, nothing crazy. And I was thinking about my year. I was thinking about the, you know, the tough time I was having at work. I was thinking about, um, like homeschooling my son, like actually like fucking like real deal homeschooling my son. Right. And I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, no, I do know what happened. What happened was everything that I pushed back that I like, kind of like I was too busy to deal with. An avalanche of like fucking emotion. Came over me, had no idea what the fuck was going on. Mm -hmm. I fucking get between two cars and I'm crying my fucking eyes out uncontrollably. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So I'm outside trying to understand, like, I'm, well, I'm trying to understand, like, what the fuck is going on. And of course, I start, you know, analyzing, you know, what I'm thinking about and shit. And that's what it was. It was the weight of the world is on top of you. And as long as there's weight, all you're doing is working. There's no time to think about what's going on. You got to get fucking shit done. Yeah. Shit got to get done. Fuck it. But when the weight is lifted, that was the moment that I had enough time and space to like reflect on how my year had been. Where I was working fucking 14 hours a day and then staying up until 4 a.m., you know, I was working most of the day. Halfway between uh, homeschooling him and working my job, I do everything he needed to do, put him to bed, and then I'm up from fucking 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. working again. I gotta get back up in fucking two hours. Yeah, do it all over again. I did that shit for months. Go mode for months. I did that shit. Not not. not, I mean, there's everything else. So, um, so the time that I had. To reflect on what, what it what had happened, what had transpired, nigga, I fucking lost it. So I mean, that's a but that is that's the part people don't talk about. Like people don't talk about the like the, you know the the role of an actual active father. You got all these motherfuckers that are talking about well, you know whatever the fuck. I ain't I'm not getting into that. Bullshit. But but the role of an active father is is definitely. Um, I mean, it's hard because. You know, they talk about that 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 protector provider, and you know, you gotta do you gotta do that shit. If you if you're doing those two things, that means you're doing everything else as well. Not everything else, because hopefully there's a woman involved, but it's a lot of shit going on, man. Yeah, yeah. um... So I mean, transparency is important. Like I I do like having the knowledge that I have. I do pass those things off. Well, not, you know, I can't talk to him about the stock market and shit, but the things that I do tell him are applicable for his age that he can, like, digest and understand.
1: You know, I, I've thought about that. Like, you know, I mean, you have your savants and people that just get things, but kids absorb stuff like, like, you know, them long dinosaur names? Mm-hmm. You know, my that was my son's shit when he was yeah. a kid. And the older he got, the less he could do that shit. So what if you started teaching a kid the stock market when they're like three, like we teach them dinosaurs? They don't know nothing else. So like I think they would pick it up.
0: But you also said he started forgetting
1: that shit. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't keep reinforcing it. Like we don't talk about dinosaurs no more. And then even right. the direct Park movies just make new dinosaurs up.
0: That's true too.
1: So yeah, man. But yeah, yeah anyway. Shit. Yeah, yeah, they we're we gonna make this one clear. It was from a frog and shit. Like it they just making up shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I it really did. It made me reflect on that. And I wonder, would my son's response been different had I been the type of parent that kept things like that from them? Like I don't know what my parents went through per se, mm-hmm. but I did see my dad drink a lot and I know that they argued. But yeah. for the most part, my dad always seemed to have it together. So I'll never know if they had struggles. Obviously, they had adult struggles that I didn't know about as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I felt the need to kind of throw the rule book out and not necessarily have. I didn't have any breakdowns in front of them, but let them know. Like, you know, as an adult, man, sometimes shit is going to get kind of wild.
0: You I don't know, even it, might, with it
1: might get dicey. But you still got to figure out a way to get out of it. And, you know, you got one mind. And if that bitch break, there's really nothing you can do to it until it's ready to snap back. And I'm trying to find that. Like, it it was important for them to know that, you know, because I know they see me doing my comedy thing. They see me bounce out and do this and do that. Mm. And they're like, yo, dad be hustling. At what cost? Um, You know, Um, and, and, and it was like, yo, let me let me slow down and show them. So I'm trying to be as transparent as possible with them through a very real thing I'm going through that, quite frankly, and this is going to sound arrogant, but I didn't think was possible for me. Mm. Like somebody that kind of prides himself on being able to logically think through things. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't can't think of a better place to talk about it than to people that don't hear a man talk about this sort of stuff.
0: No, for sure. No, for sure. I mean, this is a great place to talk about it. Because um, if there are people going through this shit, they don't talk about it. Um, like when every time I leave my every time I leave my son when I come before I come back out here, I, I, I sit down with him and I talk to him. Like the like a night or two before I leave. And I'll say, Hey, um, you know, we have a little conversation, whatever might have some cake or some shit. And I'll say, Hey man, you know, um, I have to leave on, you know, whenever. And lately, within the last maybe three or four months, he's been saying, well, why? And I'll say, I'll have to go back to work. And he'll say, well, why? Why, daddy? And I'll say, I'm doing all this work right now, so you don't have to. But I'm going to be right back out here. Don't worry about it. I'm going to see you real soon. Mm-hmm. And of course, I talk to my son all the time and we FaceTime or whatever, but that's why I tell them, like, hey, I have to go back to work to make sure that, you know, you're good and that, so hopefully when you get to be a certain age, the work that I do, you don't have to do. I'm trying to set you up. So, that's where it is. Um, And that, that also comes from, you know, reading and, like, the education my son's gonna get is not gonna be the, edu- the education that I got. Right. Yeah. Like, the shit we got was dog shit Ooh, when, shit. Did f- when, when w- was the last time you even thought about having to need fucking algebra 2 trigonometry fucking not since you graduated nah, not, not, since, not since 11th grade 10th grade or whatever it was You don't my, give son, f-
1: my son be bitching about that every time he cooked he was like <laughs> I ain't seeing one recipe that say salt for X <laughs> <laughs> but, but look the other day he made some cookies right and it was kind of genius he made some chocolate chipless chocolate chip cookies right okay shit was fucking amazing. Anyway, I was like, "X is how many cookies is you going to make?" Like I tried to like, you know, make it I make sense it because it. as much as I know he's right, mm-hmm. I'm trying, you know, like you got to keep him in the game, like just play the game. Like you don't know how many cuz it made like a shit ton of cookies that he didn't plan on making. And I was like, "See, they go your X motherfucker, like Mm-mm. you didn't know because you didn't pay attention to the yield or whatever you want to call it. But by and large, like yes. Nobody has asked me like what the degrees of a, a rectangle are, you know, all all that sort of stuff yeah. that they made us go through. Nobody cares. Unless you're going into something that is in that field. I think that's the only time you should have to do it past the shit that you need to know. We didn't learn nothing about taxes in school. Nope. We learned nothing about mortgages. Nope. None of that. None of that 401k, type of stuff.
0: Nope. Yeah.
1: So like I, Mutual I still do funds, don't. nope. I would venture to say most of the people listening still don't know how to do their taxes. And I'm not saying that like oh no elitist shit. I probably would do a horrible job at my own taxes. <laughs> you know? Because we don't learn it. Basically, you know, and miss every deduction you need to get. But because we don't take the time <laughs> to learn it, that's a job that as an yeah. adult we outsource. Mm-hmm. We outsource it. So... Anyway, man, um, yeah, I, I know because people been asking, like I see y'all, I see y'all's messages. I know there's a few of you that I try to respond to that um I am I'm, I'm closer with, but um I'm o i am I will be okay, but realistically, I'm probably I, not okay oh, right snap, now.
0: Dog. What? Say what I just don't like the fact like I, I got into a uh a conversation over that um last week. Over what? When I tell people, like, I, I told somebody, well, I was ha- I was having a conversation with somebody about me quitting my job. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'm only not gonna, like, you know, progressively look, look for work or try to work for the next three months. Well, not for the next, like, after May, June, July, August, right? I'm trying not to do any work. And they acted like it was the end of the fucking world. That I wasn't gonna be working, mm-hmm. and I was I, it, like, to me, it just crossed my mind that, I mean, the first thing was, who the fuck do you think I am? Like, when have you ever known me to not be ready? Like, if I say I'm not gonna do something this summer, or if not, if I'm not gonna work for you know two, three months or whatever, i have never like been hurting for bread. Like, I'm straight. It's not about the money. But you talk to some people and it kind of gets to well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm not going to do anything. I want to sit back for 90 days and not worry about having to answer my fucking phone and go to fucking, you know, 10 meetings a week. Yeah. And explain bullshit to stupid-ass people. Yeah. But People want to hit me, and, and, and the close people I have that that I love, that have talked to me about it, they've all seemed concerned, and I'm like, "Yo, like, why are y'all concerned? That I'm I'm cool. I need the break. I've been working because I was fucking 16 years old." hmm Yeah, but who the fuck it, has worked that long?
1: Nobody. But but that's the way we're we're like wired. We're trained to think that that is normal, man. Like when I set my clock in my car. To the right time for the first time in twenty two years, mm. just because I knew, wow, I don't have to lie to myself into being on time for the next yeah. two months. Oh,
0: that's crazy. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know what I'm saying, like, and and it was, it wasn't even like a a joke. I was like, wow, I haven't taken a break, mm-hmm. like you know, past you being like, oh yeah, I'm off for three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about how how excited we get for a long weekend in the military. A
0: three-day fucking weekend.
1: A three-day weekend, man. Like, when do you ever actually unplug? Like, you don't. You you go on vacation, and then you're worried about how you're going to pay for that vacation. And um, don't do it the way that I'm doing it. Like, I'm not at all telling people this shit is fun. Like, to go out on a mental break that's legitimate, (laughs) I feel crazy. I've talked to a bunch of people, like friends of mine, and they're like, you actually don't sound bad. And I'm like, well, I sound different in my head. Mm Mm-hmm. You no, know, sure. And it's a weird place. It's a weird place. It yeah. was already a weird place. Y'all hear the shit doo-doo fans in in the in the bathroom. It's already a weird place.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now so, I think about all shit. I don't say.
1: Yes. I, this in my head. Like y'all, yeah. Go in and come out and tell me I'm wrong. Trust me. So like <laughs> it's uh it's interesting. But yeah, I wanted to be transparent with y'all. I'm okay. I see your messages. I hear you. I got you. And I'm getting the help I need. And that's that's that. that. That's that. Wrap it up. So thank y'all for listening to one thirteen. <laughs> uh, hey, if they here with us, ride with me. You know, we always you always tell people like, don't ride with me in the private jet if you ain't ride with me on the bus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this is, I'm in my bus right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I wanted to just talk to y'all today, man. And like, yeah, we got our, our topic, some topics out, but like, that's what the deal is with Sam. So when y'all hit me up and Give me the kudos, and I put a thumb under it. I just can't talk right now, but I'm good, and I love you. All right. So I'm gonna let Marcus take us out and and tell y'all to be safe and shit. All right,
0: <laughs> nigga, you be safe, nigga.
1: All right, I, I, I'm going nowhere. I'm like with bone saw right now.
0: <laughs> I'm home, God damn it. So that was a deeper podcast, and well, it ended deeper than it usually does. Yes. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> so No, she don't. No, she don't. She in <laughs> softer than in softer than it usually does. But softer
1: side of Sears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you guys for listening to the Illegal Opinions podcast, the podcast for people that don't like podcasts coming at you on your favorite streaming service every God damn. Sam D. Sam D, Sam D. No, I'm not gonna do that no more. That's the last time. I was just trying it out. So, <laughs> hope you guys had a good week, a great weekend, and uh, show up for us again. We gonna show for you guys. All right, so be safe, show love, peace. We out this biddy.